come on. Bravo knows what they're doing. Why are you filming them if not to tease it out? I am just feeling like, are we ending like a golden era of the housewife shows? Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. Hey, cocktailers, it's Amanda. So after a couple of years of working out at home, I decided to join a gym again. Not going to lie, it has not always been really easy to make myself go, especially if I'm sore from a previous workout. But social CBD has really helped me recover and get back to the gym on those sore days. So I love their topical creams and sticks. When I'm feeling sore, I just swipe some on and then the pain is just kind of relieved. It's just gone. So if there is kind of one isolated spot that's bothering me, I will usually reach for the CBD muscle balm stick. If a large area of my body is sore, like my legs from a workout, I will usually grab the CBD muscle cream. Personally, my favorite is the lavender scent. So we have a special offer for cocktailers for all social CBD products, anything for sleep, for stress, or for recovery. If you use our code GOSSIP at socialcbd.com, you can get a buy one, get one free deal on any of their products. That is code GOSSIP, G-O-S-S-I-P at socialcbd.com for a buy one, get one free offer on any of their products not just on their topicals. Enjoy. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. So I feel like we have no choice but to start with everything Beverly Hills. So much drama this week, starting with Garcelle's 14-year-old son, Jax, getting attacked online. You know, Amanda, this literally happened right, right, I mean, you know, right after we finished recording last week with Larry, which was so much fun, by the way, and we got so much positive feedback. Make sure you take a listen. We love Larry. He'll be back. So immediately after that, this whole bot situation comes about and, you know, it was quickly determined it was bots. We, I, I start getting messages that Garcelle's son, who I don't follow him, I don't follow a 14-year-old boy's Instagram, you know, yeah. which just had these really, really disturbing and, and racist comments on his Instagram post. Now, he's a freshman in high school, right? He's a kid. So quickly, it's determined that they're bots, that they're, they're not real. But th- where is it coming from? So basically... The internet sleuths, and really, there's nobody better than Bravo fans because they get to the bottom, be it us accounts, be it viewers. And the beautiful thing is when something like this happens as a community, we all come together. Like, yeah. we come together as, as with my followers, accounts come together. You know, we're messaging each other because, I mean, we're livid. We're livid. We are like, who is doing this? You know, kids are always off limits. And, they, and, and we say that, and the wives certainly say it. And I think that housewives do know, and, and whether you like a housewife or not, all of the, all of the ladies on our screens are good moms. Okay. And they parent differently and they parent how they parent, but they are putting their family 
at a risk putting them on TV. And I think that, you know, as a community, we try to respect the children, right? I always say, until you're over 18 and start doing your own confessionals and picking up a check, I'm not mentioning anything negative about you, right? Right. So we see this and... And also, if you're over 18 and you're not involved and you're not on my screen, I'm not mentioning you. I don't mention Erica's son because whatever right. his mother his mother is, he has nothing to do with it. Right. So so it's quickly. And, and then we're hearing that the call is coming from inside, that this is likely a cast member, okay, sending these messages. So, you know, here comes the scoop that some of the lady – okay, so Bravo posts a statement, excuse me, and they post a generic statement. In support of Jax. We find out that Bravo really encouraged, well, I don't even know if encourage is the word. They told the cast of Beverly Hills, you are reposting this, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this is what's really upsetting. Some of the ladies did not want to repost it. I initially did not post this on our site because I really honestly refused to believe it, Amanda. I heard that and I was like, this can't be true. Well, the next thing you know... On Erica's repost, somebody writes something like, oh, where was the support for you about your son when Black Lives Matter was happening? And she wrote exactly like basically she said exactly this is nonsense that I had to post this. OK, so she got it out there that they had to post it. I don't know if it was the next day or hours later. Rena takes the post down. She took the statement yeah. down. She said it's pointless. Everyone's kids are attacked. So why should we have to share it? I'm sorry. But your daughter who both are over 21 now, but over 18 for a few years, your daughters who are very public figures, who are models and who are in the industry themselves, okay, outside of housewives, they date celebrities, they date models, they whatever, your daughters being whatever talked about is not the same as a minor child in the ninth grade being racially charged comments on his Instagram. Like awful don't even want to think about them in my head after reading them. Give me chills, awful, threatening, disgusting things being put on a 14-year-old boy's Instagram. I mean, it's it's just beyond abhorrent to me. But, you know, what is so confusing to me about Rena? She was actually the first one before Bravo came out. To come out and say, like, you have to stop. This is, you know, like, and I think I can't remember exactly how she put it. And maybe she did put it in terms of like all the kids. She did. She did. Called out. But honestly, at that point, I didn't take it like I took it like she was outraged by what happened to Jax. And she took that moment to also say, like, leave our kids alone, which is fine. That's fine. As long as we know that the intent was because of Jax. And and when did that change? It's... But then, then like, you know, the, then the fact that she took it down and like, I read her comment. She was like, I just pulled everything negative. I have a very edited Instagram feed and I pulled everything out and I'm only keeping, you know, I only, I don't want any negativity. But then the problem is, Lisa, is it looks petty and it looks, it just, it, it's a bad look for you. No matter what you want your Instagram to look like, you the fact it makes it look like you don't stand behind that statement anymore. I, I agree, you know. And then you know we saw, then we see. I mean, so Amanda, and something that you may not know because you don't have an account, and on Instagram, guys, and you guys know this. Like we do the pod, we do the website, but the Instagram is only me that like that sees the DMs and stuff. So apparently, 
Rena has been reaching out to accounts, okay? Smaller accounts, some large, some mid-size, you know, but she is trying to get her version of events or like trying to spin narratives through them, okay? She is blocking and she doesn't follow me, okay? So she doesn't need to not block me because I'm sure Finsta, a lot of these people don't want to follow. They have a fake account that follows. Fine. Mm -hmm. She has blocked accounts and I'm hearing that she asked accounts to do things and when they wouldn't do them or they wouldn't speak out against accounts, like in other words, she's telling accounts, you know, speak out against so-and-so. Let's say Bravo and Cocktails, just as an example, not that she named me. Speak out against her or I'm going to block you. So she is, not only is she spiraling what we're seeing, she's like involving Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts to push fake narratives or what she believes is the narrative, like real unhinged. Well, and whoever has hired these bots, because it is, you know, for people who are not familiar with this, you can go, there are websites you can go on that you literally will pay a certain amount of money for a certain amount of comments from, you know, these, these, you know, bot accounts, they look like a real person that, and then you, you know, you can type in like 10 different messages that you want them to type or to leave and who the targeted account is. And then you walk away and it gets done. So, you know, somebody has targeted a 14 year old boy with these and it not not only are they targeting him like they whoever this is told the bots to leave racist right messages like but this is the most oh. unhinged this is the most unhinged part about Rena's spiral she made a video basically saying this is something production has done in the past. Like, okay, she said, did you ever watch Vanderpump Rules? So she's saying that production has planted stuff in social media for other shows, right, that became storylines. So she is turning around and saying that production hired bots to make racist comments. Now, Amanda, remember, we got a lot of emails saying she's not going to be back. I don't think even she is that crazy to say that unless she really knows she's not going to be back. You blame production. That is a nail in a coffin. I don't see how she comes back from that. You blame. It'd be one thing if it was the Lucy Juicy thing you blame production for. Right. It's about a dog. This is about a boy and it's racist. Let's just say it was just about a boy being bullied. Maybe it wouldn't be as bad. Racially bullied. I mean, it's a hate crime. It's a hate crime. It's a hate crime. And she's blaming the network that employs her. What I want to understand is who is an authority who would look, can look into this? Is this like an FBI? Because hate crimes are FBI, I think. Like, is, is there an authority looking into this? Because I would imagine it's probably going to be traceable and somebody not just fans, but somebody with a badge can figure out who is behind this. Well, Garcelle is a very intelligent woman, and I am certain she's, if it was my child, I would be doing that. So I am certain 100%. she would. She, she, I'm she, sure. I hope she is, she should, and whomever this is should be very nervous. And they are filming the reunion when this airs, it will be filming that week. So next week, they'll be filming the reunion. I think it may have got pushed back a week because it was supposed to be this week. And I don't know scheduling this and that, but maybe they're trying to put out fires because this is about to get really real. 
Well, imagine, you know, you're Garcelle, right? And you're like, okay, I know this is bots and I know that this is bot behavior. However, somebody had to tell those bots what to say. Somebody is targeting, a real person is targeting my child with racist. I mean, 100% I would be calling whoever. Right. (laughs) The Secret Service. I would be calling the CIA. I would be calling all of them. Until I could get somebody to, you know, take look into the case and, you know, make sure that my child is safe because that has got to be in the back of her head. Like, who hired this and do they actually have, you know, these disgusting, racist views and these threatens these this threatening behavior towards my child? Well, and, you know. Initially, when people were blaming cast members, the only name we heard was Diana. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't know who hired. Obviously, somebody hired them. I 100% don't believe it was production. (laughs) But we don't know who. Diana's being blamed and Rena goes to bat, goes to bat. I mean, buries herself, okay? Now, we see Diana sent out all those cease and desist. She, I mean, all season, people have been... And I'm not going to repeat the rumors because I don't need to cease and desist. Mm-hmm. And that's why, guys, that's why we do blinds. Because if you don't say the name. <laughs> right. Anyway. Anyway, so people are getting cease and desist for rumors about Diana. Not to do with this attack, okay? So Rin is, Rin is spitting out. And then in this week's episode, because, I mean, this this was a dark. I don't remember a moment in Housewives history as dark as Garcelle's son's attack. So then we tune in this week and Kyle decides to make a whole production of Garcelle and Sutton unfollowing Erica, which was so ridiculous and so pot stirring. And when Diana, because Sutton goes, you care so much about this. I was called, see you next Tuesday at the reunion. Nobody blinked. You care that I unfollowed her? And Diana says, well, you are a see you next Tuesday, says the word. And Erica jumps up laughing, hugging, and celebrating it. If you look at first... Cackling, cackling. She's just like evil witch cackling. And nobody... The only one who said you can't say that, don't say that, is Garcelle. Some people looked shocked. Some people looked away. Rena kind of gave a grimace and then, like, put her head down. Because, like, I don't know. she She should do that. Why is Erica so obsessed with diana does she think maybe she's gonna like give her a million bucks if she (laughs) i mean maybe i don't yeah i was gonna say something that could get us in trouble so i'm not gonna say that but no i mean and again like you know or maybe she thinks she'll throw her some some more of her like hand-me-downs yeah and then she's like, I've been to Aspen a million times. I flew on my own my own PJs. Like, she's so obsessed with this elite. elite life that she no longer has and will never have again. She did win the $5 million. Well, she didn't win. She was found not guilty of the $5 million lawsuit. So she's celebrating that online. All of a sudden, the LA Times is reputable. When they post yeah. a verdict in her yeah. favor, it's and a reputable. And, and what did we see Rena do? Posted it, right? She reposted it. And called Sutton a slutton. Oh, my God. And, okay, I do want to talk back about Sutton for a second. Because this this scene, when they're sitting in Kyle's living, I'm just, like, my mouth, I watched it again 
the next day because I was like, I need it. I just need to see all the subtleties of everybody's faces and like see what was really see if I can really figure out what was really happening in there. Because at this point, I'm like, okay, this happens. Erica laughs when Diana uses the C word. And I'm like, okay, this has been vicious. We have seen Sutton apologize multiple times. And like I I think at this point, I'm like, I if I were behind the camera and I was watching the same person get bullied every single day, day in, day out, viciously bullied, at what point and I would I start to be like, I feel complicit in this too. Right. I am behind the camera. We are letting this happen. At what point is production responsible for letting this crap? continue. And so that is where I just I'm like I I believe that you know production has been calling for Rina to go because they are probably like I can't watch this anymore. I feel a part of this mm-hmm. and I'm just behind this camera. The other thing I was going to say about that too is you know we actually have gotten quite a few emails about that. And we also got that email, if you remember, that somebody has made HR complaints to Bravo. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Somebody behind the camera is like, or somebody in the room is like, enough. This has got to stop. Well, to that point, Amanda, we're going to circle all the way back around because we have some, you know, by the time this comes out, it won't be as breaking, but it's breaking for us because it just, <laughs> it just happened. You know, we're a couple days behind, but we, we keep getting and we posted that LVP. There are rumors that she may come back. Okay. Now, all of this spiraling, all of these women, I mean, Kyle is seen in a terrible light right now. She is, I mean, last week, how she stirred that and then sat back while Sutton was called to see you next Tuesday. She let that happen in her living room. I am so sorry to interrupt, but I am like, if I had one guest go after another guest at my house, I would be like, no fucking way. Mm -hmm. You cannot talk to our friends that way you need to like go on a walk or maybe you need to go home and take a gummy and chill yeah so that (laughs) so that happened so we get these and again guys we don't always know i get this stuff and i about lisa coming back and you know Sometimes I do hesitate to put it out there right because something like vanderpump coming back is far-fetched is it impossible? Of course not, right? So today, with all of the spiraling happen happening, I said, you know what? I'm posting that because this is a possibility now for me. It's working out that it can be a possibility. I swear to you, and you have all now seen the picture that I just posted. I not five minutes after I posted the LVP, do I get a picture of Garcelle filming with Lisa Vanderpump at I'm sure it's in Vegas, right? Because Garcelle's son works there. Now, here's what I have to say about that. When a housewife, Rena, <laughs> thinks she's bigger than a show, the networks, the network might just flex their muscles. Picture it, Amanda, where last episode or the reunion and we pan to Garcelle and LVP at a table. Ta-da! I mean, yeah. Can you imagine what a dramatic thing that would be? Like they, they 
you know, you see all the little like, this is what's happening in this person's life on the screen, you know, mm-hmm. on the like freeze shot, like they always do on the finale. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't end there. And, I and mean, listen, that would be good. You know, the the other side of it is that, yes, Oliver Garcelle's grown up son, <laughs> grown up, like I said that, well, you know, he's in his 20s. Yeah. He does work for Lisa. So, of course, and Garcelle and Lisa have a friendship, Lisa Vanderpump. So, of course, it could be for that. But come on, Bravo knows what they're doing. Why are you filming them if not to tease it out? I am just feeling like, are we ending like a golden era of the housewife shows? Like, I mean, like, do we know so much about what's happening during the show or are the women just full on putting on histrionics because they think it's going to make good TV? Like, I mean, like, look at what's happened with OC like, I am just starting no, to feel No, like- well, I think to your point about OC, I think that Bravo is learning that they have to pivot. And I think they're learning when. And I think that they're not going to let my gut, and this is just my gut, my gut is Rena is gone because they can't allow this. Yeah. The Garcelle son, that whole, I'm not saying she did it, but the way she acted no. online and accusing production of hiring bots, they can't allow that. I am sorry, as a viewer, even suggesting that production would hire, would be like, would hire bots to attack a minor child is enough to make me turn off the network. So they can't stand for that. Yeah. They can't yeah. allow her to think that she is above just everything and she could just make up stories like it's a soap opera, like it's Days of Our yeah. Lives. I think she could just be like, just burning everything down. You know, as she's leaving the building. And that's my feeling. So that that's my feeling. I, I can't imagine that she would do this if she wasn't leaving the building. And no. oof, what sweet revenge for Lisa to just Vanderpump just to roll back on the scene. I am here for that. All of us are. And I, I think everybody, I mean, I, I know you're doing a lot of these polls, but there's, I think generally very few people who say they don't want her back. Oh, very few. And even people who maybe, didn't want her back initially. Now we're like, bring her back. And can you imagine it would even it out, right? So you'd have Lisa, you'd have Sutton, you'd have Garcelle. Now don't forget, I very much feel that Dorit would jump over to Garcelle and Sutton, but with Vantapump there, uh uh-uh, that's not going to be an option, honey. So then you have Dorit, Erica, and Kyle. Yeah. And then hanging in the balance are Kathy Hilton, who may or may not return. Crystal, who we know may or may not return. And Rena just gone. So that that's how if I'm production, that's what I'm that's what I'm playing out. Well, we I saw that I can't remember who posted this one, but there was a video of Kyle. It looked like she was on, on a bus. TMZ. Yes. And they were asking her if she was coming back, and you could just tell like she got really annoyed and like would not answer the question. She doesn't want to so. be back on a screen with Vanderpump, but she doesn't want to give it up either. So it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, same. Well, changing the subject, let's talk about Summer House because some big news happened this week. Yes. Very exciting news. We have congratulations going out to Lindsay and Kyle. We got the Carl. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Her names are too similar. Whatever. Lindsay and Carl. I was so happy. Well, I know you were, too. We texted when we got that email. And I was like, oh, my God. And I posted it. 
And I actually, that was one where I changed the names because I didn't realize it was going to come out so quickly. And I was like, I kind of felt like "Ah, I'm going to spoil this or whatever. But then the person who sent it to me actually said to me, they have a people exclusive tomorrow. So I felt like it's not something that I'm really spoiling because they have a people exclusive in a couple hours. And yeah, and we saw video footage and the ring is gorgeous. Did you see the ring? Beautiful. Just beautiful. And they look so happy. I mean, Lindsay looks so happy. The best she's ever looked, both of them. Yeah. So love looks good on them both. Yeah. It really does. And I think I think the general consensus is that the audience, the fans, are very, very happy. But the fans have questions, Amanda. Well, I am a fan and I have questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, so B texts me this, I don't know, a few days ago, and she's like I have tea and like won't tell me. So she's like, I'm going to save it for, save it for Friday when we record. So I'm hearing it now when you guys do. I have to be honest. So it's, it's hard because sometimes you get stuff and when you like the people, right? It's much easier when I dislike a housewife or I think that they really messed up. Like in the case of Rena, I think she really messed up. It's very easy to talk about, right? But when you like people, like I like Lindsay, right? I like Danielle. I love their friendship. So when I get stuff, and again, it doesn't mean it's true, right? Anybody could write in. We know that we'll see it if it is true. So what I'm hearing, people are like, why hasn't Danielle congratulated? Now, we, I said last week when Larry was on, I was like, did you guys notice, like, she didn't post for her birthday. So I knew there was something, but I didn't listen. But then I saw a story and they were dancing together. It looked like, figured it was no big deal. Okay, well, there was some sort of falling out. Again, does it mean they'll never be friends again? Of course not. They're in a summer house. The dynamic changes every summer. Lindsay being, remember they were like the three musketeers and now Lindsay and Carl are in a relationship. Danielle's also in a relationship. Her boyfriend's a chef. He works a lot. So I guess it's not as fun to third wheel when they're like actually a couple, right? So what I'm hearing is that for a variety of reasons, Danielle is hanging out with the other girls. Obviously, one of those reasons is, I mean, it's good to hear that they clearly patch stuff up because if they're all hanging, they've patched stuff up. So we like that. And like, if Lindsay's acting like she just wants to be with Carl, which again, I'm not necessarily, I'm not, right, Amanda? Like, we're not faulting her. She's in the honeymoon stage. It's just about a year. Right. You know, so we get it. But apparently Lindsay feels like Danielle hanging with the other girls is a betrayal. That's what I'm hearing. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have this. This isn't fact-checked. This is what I'm hearing. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Cocktailers, I want to talk to you about our newest sponsor, BetterHelp. You've heard us say that while we love the podcast and the website, we often find ourselves stressed with so much on our plate. BetterHelp was listening because they reached out and offered to sponsor our podcast. It's that time of year again. Summer's over and the busy school year is about to be in full swing. As a working mom with school-aged children, this means school drop-offs, pickups, and all the various sports and extracurricular activities that my kids are active in. Somewhere between soccer practice, cooking dinner, and answering work emails, I sometimes find myself ready to scream. It can be difficult to train my brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a very long to-do list. 
It is go, go, go for me. And I'm sure it is for many of you. When I learned how to find my own solutions, there really was no better feeling. In my own life, I found that having a therapist has helped me become a better problem solver. It has made it easier to accomplish my goals, both big and small, work-related, and in my own personal life. Before ever trying therapy, I really wasn't sure what to expect. But I knew, after speaking to friends of mine who shared with me how it helped them, that it was something I needed to try. Becoming a mom, as wonderful as it has been, comes with a new set of challenges. It was around this time that I decided I wanted to try therapy. I was experiencing physical side effects of stress, restless nights, listing all of the things I had to get done that week, and worrying I wouldn't have the time or energy to get them all done. And then there was the anxiety. Anxiety is something I hadn't battled until adulthood. And honestly, it was a foreign emotion for me. Therapy provided me a place to navigate these new feelings and stressors in a way that wasn't threatening, but where I felt heard. Having the space to talk to a therapist really made me feel like myself again. I was able to unload and walk away feeling less stressed and anxious. I was ready to take on what was ahead of me for the rest of the week. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. I know for me, a huge selling point was that it was online. With all of the other responsibilities I have, getting to a therapist's office, which may be far from my house, would add to my already stressful life and would not feel like a relief. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. And you can switch therapists at any time. There's no one-size-fits-all. Personally, I found that it took a few tries before I found a therapist that was right for me. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com C-A-G today to get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash C-A-G. Well, it feels like I I can imagine too, right? Because Danielle and Lindsay would go out, they would always team up. But then now if Danielle is the odd person out, right? right. Because I'm guessing Lindsay and Carl are sharing a room in the house. And, and you know, what is Danielle supposed to hang out by herself? Like, no. But then I can see Lindsay being like, oh, you went out with, with you know, so-and-so, or you went to lunch without me, right. or, you know, whatever. I could see there just being tension there and that feeling really, really difficult and causing and causing some issues. So... Yeah. And I think, right. And I think that it's a natural thing for Lindsay to feel left out. Like, picture it. They're at breakfast in the morning. And because Danielle went out with the girls the night before, there's a couple inside jokes, right? right. We've all been there. And... right. Friendships do evolve and change when people get coupled up. It happens to all of us. But I feel like at this moment, there is a little bit of bad blood there. So I guess we're going to have to see in what way. And, you know, we did say that we had heard there was beef between a very close, you know, friendship. So I would guess this is the friendship. I think it's been going on all summer. They're really not speaking right now. Like, 
Danielle did like the post of the engagement, but not a word, not a comment. Forget about even a post to her own story, not a comment. There's beef there. I do hear there's a little hitting below the belt as far as Danielle being like, and you don't even work. Like, you just go with him everywhere with Loverboy. I'd like to see, like, Robert, I'm calling him Kyle again, and Carl, (laughs) and Carl's, like, input on this, right? Because, like, yes, Robert's working a lot, but, like, what's Robert's opinion on it? Like, is he, like, when he gets there, is he, like, you know, Danielle, they're just in a relationship, or is he, like, you know, screw Lindsay, she's being a bitch to you. And, like, what are the dynamic between Carl and Robert, then? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting, because there's no way, like, there's no way that Lindsay is going to be able to hide this. And I think, unfortunately, the narrative is going to look bad for her because Danielle has always been the level-headed, very supportive, good friend. So Mm -hmm. while people can appreciate that she's happy and in love, girl code, you don't just drop your friend like a hot potato. Well, and generally, too, Danielle's been very involved in, like, helping with that kind of stuff. So, like, do we know if she was involved, like, in, like, the setup for the engagement? No. As a matter of fact... So this is the other thing that I heard. And again, guys, rumors, rumors, alleged. Apparently, Danielle didn't know what was happening and other housemates did. I don't know who exactly did. Going to go ahead and assume it was like probably Kyle and Amanda, maybe others. Mm -hmm. So rightfully so, she freaked out apparently because she was like, what the F? This is happening and it's my best friend and I don't know. I mean, they're both her close friends. And, you know, she was... Very angry. I'm sure there were cocktails flowing and there was a lot of like, oh, this is happening for TV. Everyone knows it. I guess we'll see. I can't imagine they're not going to air that if that was said. You know, I do think it was probably for TV, but I do think it's like, I think we've all seen it coming that they were going to get engaged. So why not do it for TV? I just, you know, I can't help but wonder... Like, I think Lindsay makes great TV, but I've always wondered, I'm like, what would it like to be her friend? Like, it, it would the TV just be on the Lindsay channel all day? Like, it comes off that way on the show mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe there's just like a little bit of like Daniel saying like, friendship is a two-way street. And, you know, we need to have the TV on other channels sometimes, too. Well, the way I, I saw it was I never really saw Lindsay as the sort of girl. And, and we've seen this is this is not a revelation. We've all watched it. Right. As the sort of girl who has a group of friends. She has acquaintances that are girls. But I did like picture like there are some girls and we all know them. I'm not one of them. I'm like a girl's girl. But there are some girls who have their bestie and they don't have this huge group that they're very tight with, but they're tight with their bestie through and through boyfriend, no boyfriend. And I kind of saw her this way. So I am surprised to hear this kind of stuff. I mean, there is truth to it, guys. We haven't seen Danielle post. Something is going on there. And it's got to be just a little bit bigger than her being a little peeved that she was left out. I mean, we're not dumb here. So... We're going to see all this. I think that I agree about the Lindsay show. And now it becomes a thing because the other girls already, I mean, Paige wasn't hot on Lindsay to begin with. So this is all going to, it sounds like, you know, Lindsay and Carl and they're okay with Kyle and Amanda. We saw Kyle celebrating with them on like an Insta story and we saw Amanda write, let's go, even though she didn't post for her individually, let's go about the engagement post. So we're going to see that and it's going to become the thing where like, oh, now that she's with this guy, it's all about whatever. But I want to say something. People are like, oh, it's for TV. They say the same about Paige and Craig. Guys, let's be realistic. This is their livelihood. They are reality television stars. Both the Hub House and Craig are reality couples. It would be foolish 
and economically stupid to not capitalize on this. You're not going to have the camera on you forever. You know, is the hope that they're going to get a spinoff? Obviously. Do I think that Lindsay's going to get her own spinoff? I don't know. I mean, she's, she seems to be pretty in with production and she's got her PR company and she's been able to get a lot so far. So perhaps, but I say all that to say, who isn't taking the people exclusive, Amanda? Who isn't filming it if it's going to happen anyway? Are they only getting married because they're on TV? Obviously that would be insane. They're not Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) they're not not just together i mean did you ever in your single days like go out like on a date and you're like trying to get out of there as fast as possible like yeah you don't do that with somebody with your whole life if you don't legitimately like and love them as a person like there's nobody other than well i can think of one first lady who (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, nobody wants to, you know, marry somebody just for optics. It just, yeah. Well, and to that point, neither, none of these parties involved are so wealthy that it would be like to their benefit from a perspective of like, okay, I'm going to marry them. I'm going to get millions of dollars in the prenup. Like that's not happening with these two couples. So it's obviously real relationships. And I just find that whole narrative stupid. Like, why would you keep it off TV? And, you know, Danielle is a different person, right? She isn't as... She's obviously on TV, but, you know, Robert isn't. I could see her doing an engagement and us just seeing a picture of it. Maybe it won't be mm-hmm. filmed. Is she turning down a people exclusive of pictures and her and Robert when she's launching an app and all these things? No, she's not. Not if she's smart. Right. So the Summer House, we have some news about a spinoff. We had talked a little bit about this before, and now we're hearing more. I got, I got like a little, I would assume based on how it's word, it's like the intro, right? To what the spinoff will be. And it says Bravo's hit franchise, Summer House, returns with a new spinoff, Summer House Martha's Vineyard. This reality series features the franchise's first all African American cast and franchise. So somebody was saying there's another show with oh, this franchise, meaning it's Summer House, right? The way that Housewives mm-hmm. is. Okay. So just to clarify that for people set in the New England idyllic island, I'm probably saying that wrong, crucify me later, of Martha's Vineyard, these friends will show exactly what happens when you mix big personalities, a bit of history, and plenty of sun in the sand. And if you head to bravoncocktails.com, you will see pictures of some very glamorous looking ladies and some very handsome looking fellas. I like the one with his shirt off. And it looks like the guy in the middle is with a football. So is he a pro athlete? I don't know. There's no names and it's kind of a blurry picture. So I can't make it out. But they would have had to film. They would have had to film. I mean, I wasn't given details beyond that, but they would have had to already film. They're not going to have a cast photo for something that's filming next summer. So no month of August, I bet. Yes. Month of August. And I think, I think we're going to see this 2023, like maybe January-ish, I think. I mean, you know, we're guesstimating, guys. But it's coming. Maybe regular summer house will lead off. Like, they like to, like to do that, right? Like, first we, the first, you know, like, we get a first few weeks of summer house, and then they introduce summer's, summer house Martha's Vineyard, and it comes on right after summer house, I'm betting. Yep. let's. That's our prediction. Let's see what happens. So, on other and by the way, it totally sounds like somebody from Bravo sent that in to us. So hey, Bravo, like send us everything you want. Like we're we're happy to share it with the cocktailers. Please, please. <laughs> and like if there's certain things you don't want me to include, I won't. Yeah. Email me. Yeah, we bro- we yeah. broker deals all day long. <laughs> we sure do. 
So at the end of the day, while we might talk some shit, like we are Bravo fans. So we're Bravo speaking fans, of, but we listen. You know, and the thing is, is I get it. Like the reality stars, like as I pointed out, that I like, they do get mad at me when I say stuff. But the thing is, if I wasn't talking or if we weren't collectively, right, as a community, if we weren't talking about you, you wouldn't be as relevant. So don't get so mad. You yeah, know, there are times I'm going like to have to spill some stuff. Right. Indifference is worse than dislike. Or yes. I apathy what is like is. the worst. Yes. Just not yes. caring. Exactly. But also speaking of other Bravo stuff, the Salt Lake City trailer. Bananas. Dropped like a bomb this week. I mean, I was just... First of all, I love the setting. I always love, like, the snow-capped behind. I'm not getting over that. I think I like it. And I like the Dubai with the sand. I think I like yeah. Salt Lake City better. There's something about it that makes me want to, like, make a hot toddy and, like, <laughs> put on a, like, you know what I mean? Like a cozy well, outfit and, and curl up. You guys, I mean, if you haven't been to Utah, it is it is stunningly beautiful. They do a lot of their filming like up in park city i think that's where that is where i've been to meredith's store there Mm. before in the town of park city but anyway the trailer tells us there are i don't know was it three different lines that we posted a long time ago on the site that came true back in march i think back in march Mm -hmm. So we had the one about the being the the full time housewives that there were no new full time or that we had the OGs and that we had the new three new women. So forgive Just me, I friends, don't remember right. all their names. Yeah. It's of, Angie Harrington, right? It's yes. who was on last season. It's the new Angie. And then the other girl, I can't think of it right now. But she's the one screaming at Jen. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the one who's like call, kind of calling Jen out. Which was another so, blind we had that basically the friends yes. of were told, listen, the OGs, this is a blind on the site. I can repost it for you guys. Basically, production was like, listen, the OGs aren't coming for Jen. They all feel like, you know, she's been beaten down enough by this case. They're backing off. So these girls were told to bring it up and bring it. We're not, we're not yeah. having an Erica Jane where no one's talking about it or one person. You girls are going to, your job is to talk about this. So we'll see that, which we posted. And then the last one is about the, not Angie Harrington, the other Angie is a salon owner. And we were told that she was going to be a friend of, and she is. So ding, ding, ding. Hey, cocktailers. It's Amanda. I know you've heard us talk about Tinsley Allison Designs before, but have you checked out their new stuff? They are making sustainable and unique jewelry by taking parts of bags and luggage and making darling necklaces, earrings, and other beautiful items. I personally have my eye on the necklace that they have made that uses the locking feature from a Louis Vuitton bag. It is so cute and I love that it's sustainable. The folks at Tinsley Allison Designs are also cocktailers and they want to offer all of us a special deal. So use code BRAVO to get 25% off on anything on the site at TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com. That's 25% off anything at TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com. Use code BRAVO. And this is just for our cocktailers community. Enjoy. Yeah. And okay. So let's just talk about the black eye for a second. So Heather very dramatically puts her sunglasses down, 
while the trailer makes it look like it was Whitney, I I mean, I spent most of my late night last night going down the rabbit hole. And you know what's so funny is when you Google something, like before you can even finish the sentence, if a lot of other people are searching for that, it just will automatically populate. So I'm searching what happened to Heather's eye. And like before I could even finish the word Heather, it was like so clearly people are wanting to know. So according to an online blog, it said that it was not Whitney, even though the trailer makes it look like that, that one of Heather's friends who was with her in Salt Lake City, they slipped on ice. Yeah. I mean, and I love Heather and I think she's going to do it. Like she knows what she's doing. She pulled it down for that dramatic effect. If Whitney attacked her and gave her a black eye, which we do know there was a falling out and the way that, and we don't know the context of when Heather shoved her. I have to imagine that they were still friends at that point because if they weren't, it would have, it would have been, be, it's different if like, me and Amanda are somewhere and like, I'm going to go to yell at somebody and I push Amanda out of the way. But if me and Amanda aren't speaking and we're not friends, right, it's a different context. Right. But that was shocking. Right. And we do know they fall out. We would have heard if Whitney punched Heather in the eye. I refuse to believe they could keep that under wraps. <laughs> yeah. And I think, honestly, I think Heather's kind of playing along with it. There was that hilarious meme about you have two choices to either not be able to watch Bravo shows for the rest of your life or poke your left eye out. Yeah. And it's a picture of her. I love it. And I was dying laughing and Heather reposted it. So she's clearly playing along with it. And, you know, and it's funny because when I posted this, a lot of the comments were, thanks, Heather, for the tea. I-, I can't say who sent it to me. It was not Heather. If she told someone to send it, whatever. But I can tell you, and I, I know you saw it, and for those of you that didn't, Heather is upgrading her digs. She bought an almost $3 million, so it was like $2.8 million, gorgeous home in, I guess, Park City. I don't know, Salt Lake City, and six bedrooms, six baths, sprawling. I mean, really, I I only share the picture of the front. I didn't want to, you know, I don't yeah. share the address. I didn't want to share inside pictures because I don't know if it's centered, but whatever. But Good for you, girl. It is a beautiful house and she deserves, and she, she deserves the happiness. And you know what somebody said? Somebody pointed out, which I think is a really great point, that Heather's ex-husband is very wealthy. So, I mean, they have three kids together. They were all minors when they split. So clearly she was given great alimony, great whatever. And what she did with that, rather than sit by the big house and sit home and live off of it, is that she bought a modest home and she opened a business that became very successful and more so when she joined a show. And, and her husband, her ex-husband comes on the show and it's always nice to see a good co-parenting, amicable divorce, which they very clearly have. And then she upgraded her digs once she earned the money. And that is the type of stuff that I like to see. I agree. I agree. Maybe we get to see the inside of it during the show too, because it looks like it's gorgeous. It does. And then I didn't post this yet. So right now it's exclusive. I may post it. I may not. We'll see how I'm feeling. Speaking of houses, Amanda. This is entitled His Own Townhouse. So apparently, a Salt Lake City husband just bought a townhouse nearby in our neighborhood. This, and then in parentheses, this is tea from a male customer of ours who literally could care less about Salt Lake City. He said this because he got beat out on buying the property by the husband. The only husband this could make sense for is Coach. The neighborhood has easy access to the University of Utah. Interesting. I mean, it would make sense that he needs a new place to live. 
we also had that wine a little little bit ago that they weren't living together that Jen was living with a female friend and this would make sense you know i mean coach is going to have to like he's got to start thinking about the future football season is going to be the craziest time and that's isn't she go like doesn't she get her like final sentencing in like october or something honestly i really yeah, i think so i don't remember right? i have I think a bad memory something happens something significant happens and we know that she is i mean she pled guilty so she's doing we know time. she's doing time right yeah so that all clocks for me because like with football season being so busy he's like he's probably like i have to get this handled you know well before the the school year starts and i need to make a home and have a place for our boys and you know make things as you know make things as smooth as you know they won't, they can't possibly be smooth but anything that he can do right. to add stability for the boys i'm sure that he's he's trying to do so it it you know it whether or not he and jen are in a good place it would make sense to me that he would do that it would be in his name you know, I read somewhere that he makes like 400k a year, so he would have the means to to you know on his own, right, to, to get a nice townhouse to buy something. So, and I just wonder if she's living if she, if it's true that she was living with a friend. Do we see any of that? Do we see a fracture in the marriage? I I think not. I think she's got enough going on, and like even from a production standpoint, how much can you put on a person? You know what I mean. Right. Right. And, and it's sad. I yeah. read and I reposted all the stuff that she said. And like, you know, she said she knew what she was doing. She knew there was very little value to the product. She knew she was taking advantage of people who were more gullible. They were older. They were this, they were that. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's, it's, ah, is it enjoyable to watch somebody go down in flames like that? I mean, you know, we did it with Teresa, but with Teresa, it was a short, shorter stint. And then we got to see her rise from the ashes and it was different. This is, this is heavier. I think it's going to be longer. I think it's going to be a long time. I don't know. I think I didn't somebody say 11 years is what they, what they are estimating. I mean, you know, I agree. Nobody wants to like, you know, pull out the popcorn while somebody is going down in flames, but I am very interested just to watch what happens because, you know, Jen was like, I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I'm innocent to the world, but to her friends too. And lied straight to their faces to the point where even Meredith, the night before Jen goes in and pleads guilty with that surprise appearance, says innocent until proven guilty. And so, so that's happened. And then Jen comes out. Right. And then she like has been lying to her friends' faces. So like, I just struggle a little bit with like, I would, how I would handle that. Right. Cause you still have the things that you like about your friend, but you're also pissed that they lied to you. And, you know, we're still seeing Jen and Meredith do the smileys and the hearts on each other's posts. So, you know, this, this show is interesting because it's very alliance based, like compare it to Beverly Hills, but. The alliances will switch on you mid-season, right? We saw that with Lisa and Meredith last season. We're going to see that with Heather and Whitney this season. I'm hearing that Whitney actually and Lisa Barlow are like mm-hmm. a team. and So, you know, listen, I think what Meredith says to tie it up with a bow at the reunion is I always felt she was guilty. 
it came to a point where I forgave her as my friend and I figured the court will do what they're going to do. Like, she's going to go that way. The court will do what they're going to do. And, you know, I always knew it and it it took me a long road to accept it. But, you know, I'm able to be friends with her and not something like that. You know, it's going to be some spin like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I just that's. Yes, I think you're right. I'm excited. I'm very ready. I'm very ready for Salt Lake City. Me too. I agree. It feels like it's like, you know, beginning of the school year and time to get some new housewives on our screen. I just picture myself with a hot toddy dressed warmly. Oh my gosh. We should go. We got to get a good hot toddy. Yes, we got to get a good hot toddy recipe and post it. Then we can all drink it together premiere night. Oh, I have also have a friend who has a very good mold wine recipe too. Oh, so yes, let's do yes. it. We need to go to Utah and just go see all these places because you'll be like, I've it's never so, been. So I want to go. Beautiful. It is just absolutely. I want to get like all the ski gear. Not that I'm going to ski, Amanda, but when I'm drinking my hot toddy in the ski lodge, I want to look really cute. You have to look cute for Aubrey. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got the craziest email about. Southern Charm. First of all, you got this email. Like, I didn't see it because I was busy. And you text me and you were like, stop what you're doing right now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, guys, we're going to only talk about this on the podcast. We're going to leave this as a podcast exclusive. B, why don't you read it? Okay. Thanks a lot. From, (laughs) I just wanted a margarita. Subject. And maybe a few tacos, too. Email. Okay. You ready? I was at a restaurant in Denver last night. It's kind of an institution here, a Mexican restaurant, but a nice one with white tablecloths. Definitely the kind of place you take your family. Okay, we blocked out the name. It's a guy who used to be on Southern Charm. Was there having dinner with some other guy I don't I didn't recognize. My friend dared me to go say hi. So I went up to his table and told him I enjoyed the show, and he pulled his penis out. <laughs> At the restaurant, like in the wide open at a family restaurant. This was not a club or a bar or anything like that. I immediately turned bright red and ran back to my table. His friend seemed very embarrassed too. Oh my God. (laughs) We can all guess who this is, by the way. Can you imagine you're out to dinner with your kids and and you see this happen? I mean, I mean, it's so gross. It's so gross. It's so gross. It's so gross. It's you're like <laughs> getting your, you know, check for your $250 meal or whatever it is. And <laughs> with your kids, <sighs> you look over and a guy has his I have, ding dong out. I have received so much in the DMs and, you know, we see the emails about this guy and about how he hits on young women. I mean, like young women and he's old and he hits on young women when he's out and he's like very like his pickup lines are like crude. And like, I've heard all of that kind of, I don't even post it because he's not on the show. And like how much of that kind of stuff, it's like the Jack stuff every week. I've got like five things about Jack's flirting and check that. It's like, how many times can I post it? We know. So, but this, 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 this is whipping it out. This this is this is flashing somebody, and you're not on a you're not in an alleyway. You are in a very busy Mexican restaurant in a premier area of Denver. <laughs> oh my gosh, dear cocktailer, I'm so sorry for your traumatic experience, but thank you for sharing it with us because it made for some good 
exclusive tea, but gross. And, you know, speaking of Southern charm, we see Craig says to Shep in this week's episode, right? This drops on Thursday, so it's airing tonight. Craig says, the gossip website posted about you being on Raya. Raya, for those that don't know, is an exclusive dating website, right? So it's like match.com or whatever. That's probably very outdated. I don't know. For either wealthy or public or, you know, like famous people. Mm -hmm. So one of my followers messages me. They're like, oh, my God. I wonder, like, if he's going to, like, say your actual name. I don't think so. I haven't heard that. I, I I don't think so. But so I Google Raya, and sure enough, we did post it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we basically said that somebody sent to us that he still had an active profile. And it looks to me like he didn't want to take it down based on what we saw so far. I guess tonight we'll, we'll see. It was airing tonight, and tonight we'll see. You know, because sometimes editing makes it look like that, but he really, like, basically it looked like he didn't want to take it down. I can't imagine, especially, I just, and now in real time, we're seeing that him and Taylor are posting together and. Yeah, this just this morning, yeah. like they posted something where they were out bowling together and all in a picture together. And it was like a small group, like six or seven people. What did you think quickly? Because, you know, I don't want to go too into it because there's not that much to say about it, to be honest with you. But what did you think about the Naomi and Paige conversation at Friendsgiving? I mean, I was like, at first, I'm like, holy shit, Paige can be kind of scary. Like, if I... Asked another girl to talk, and she responded, I don't know what we possibly have to talk about, but okay. <laughs> be like, okay. <laughs> Honestly, I relate to that very much because I would have that exact response. If I were Paige, I probably would have handled it very similarly. The thing about it is, is that it's fine that Paige, Paige knows that Craig's not interested. But, like, I agree with her. Like, why the fuck are you pulling my boyfriend aside and saying, oh, you're uncomfortable around me? Like, I would be annoyed by that, too. And I would... Mm-hmm. I would probably give a little a little attitude. And then if you want to talk to me, then I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to let you have it a little bit. You called me outside, girl. OK, so that's one. But in Naomi's defense, she doesn't know Paige that well. So like for her to call her and be, and talk to her about it, you know, production's pushing it. I liked I think they wrapped it up with a bow. They're not going to be best friends, but I would I would have been just like Paige, like like, like yeah. back the fuck up off my man. Yeah. Yeah, and I say, I mean, good for her, and I'm sure in Paige's head, Paige is like, why are you making this a story? You know, like, she's not, right. she's smart enough, and she's good enough at reality TV to not say it, but I'm sure she's like, look, like, you've been hooking up with Whitney, you have your own stuff, like... Right, talk about your breakup, different- like, you were with the guy yeah. for so many years, and he dogs you out, and it got 30 seconds of screen time, but you want to talk about my current boyfriend, who you went out with five years ago? Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I don't blame her for being annoyed at all. And again, we're going to quickly go over the Raquel and Tom situation. We've been talking about this. I don't want to harp on this. They made out. And, you know, a lot of people say to me in my DMs or whatever, oh, but Raquel and Katie aren't friends. True. But you know what? Tom can find a girl to fucking hook up with that isn't in the friend group. It would be like Katie going and hooking up with Peter, which I posted that. And apparently years ago, they used to before Tom. Whatever. You get my point. It's like enough. It's, you know, is it a storyline? It's possible. I don't know how much drama is happening there. It could be storyline. I don't know. I just think it's stupid. I'm over Raquel. I'm over Sheena's wedding. Faux show. Yeah, I don't know. You know, yes, agreed. And I totally, totally agree with everything that you just said. 
I am just thinking, because I'm like, I wonder, back in May, when there was that whole Coachella thing. Which we posted. You know, even if it's, which we posted. <laughs> and then we took down because. It wasn't you know, true. We were told it wasn't true. But is that what gave Rochelle the idea? Like, did she see that it was going to cause, like, major drama from that? And is that why she did it? And was Sheena, because Sheena was encouraging it, too. And, like, I don't know. Again, to not just to, like, pile on the woman in this situation. Like, where the F are Tom's balls? Mm-hmm. Like, find some other Bambi-eyed bitch. Or is he, like, that insecure that, like, he needed Raquel to go on a podcast and talk about him for him to be like, oh, she would make out with me. Okay. Like, does he really think that girls don't like him? Does he need... Is it, like, middle school where, like, you need your friend to tell you somebody likes you before you approach them? That's kind of how I take it. Like, he kind of isn't secure in the... Which, okay, he's new to the dating world, right? He's been with Katie a long time, but still, grow up. I mean, I don't know if I... I don't know if I buy that one. I'm sure there's girls throwing themselves at him all the time late night at the bar. Yeah. Right? I I would imagine. I don't know. I wouldn't. He's blasé to me. He might just be doing it, too, just to get back at Katie, because he knows it's going to really piss her off, which is shitty. I mean, I was under the impression, based on things I heard, that... He would like to be back together and she doesn't. So who knows? Maybe it was a last ditch effort to see if she still cared. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to spend any more time on Sheena's wedding either. But so we also, you know, another kind of check mark for Bravo and cocktails and cocktails and gossip. There was the blind from the summer or no, from earlier, way earlier. Yeah. Like summer. spring. Yeah, like, that yeah. said there was a country split and that we would find out. So guess what? Unfortunately, Kelsey Ballerini announced that she and her husband would be getting divorced. Mm, yeah. So I, I love her music, actually. I love that Peter Pan. They should play that for Southern Charm. <laughs> oh, You're never going to grow up. Okay, God, I'm not going to sing on here. Jesus. <laughs> oh, and the other one, Amanda, was that f- we posted a long time ago that there were rumors Florida Georgia yeah. line was splitting and they just did their last show last night. Fans yeah. who were there said that it was super awkward. Like you saw pictures of them hugging at the end, but they said the concert, like one guy was speaking. They weren't near each other. Obvious tension. I, I have to say, what a shame. You know, I always think this, like when you hear bands Me breaking too. up, like, what do you like now you guys are going to do your own individual careers you're not going to do as well most likely one of you may like I, it's always so stupid i don't know i'm a person who like it's a business yeah not, but and the other thing we got and again i'm not going into this because it, it's it's not even something i want to touch on jason aldean's wife said some really not okay stuff and we were sent a blind we were sent a tip that said the public relation firm was telling them they better back off. They better come out with a statement. They did not. They were dropped by their, after we posted that, a lot of like their fans were like, yeah, right. They can do whatever they want. Their fan base loves mm-hmm. them. Okay. Well, their 17 year partnership with the biggest PR firm in country music dropped them like a hot potato because they doubled down. They started selling merch about the situation and they said, peace, see you later. And I can't imagine he's too happy. Wait, they were selling merch about that? Mm. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. Ew, gross. Mm-hmm. Just not cool. Yep. Not cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, guys, we have a lot of country fans, I think. And we have a lot of people who live in Nashville who 
read the website day in, day out, because we can see where people are from. So, you know, so we talk tea and we talk sports. And it's funny because we, some people are like, I don't want any more country tea or, oh, I don't want any more sports tea. And then those posts tend to do some of the best. Yes. Out of any of them. And so, and then we get a lot of great feedback about it too. So we're going to, you know, if it's, if it's coming in and it's juicy, like we're going to cover it. Yes. But yeah. And that's something we're also going to work on guys. Amanda, Amanda, I shouldn't say Amanda and I, cause Amanda's the tech person. You know, when we get that site subscription going where we're going to have, we're going to try to do like a section for the no ads with like country stuff. So if you don't like country, you don't got to click. You know, we want to, yeah. we want to, you know, streamline this stuff for you. And we're, we're working every week. We're working to improve what we give you guys, but a lot of you like the country tea. So I got to post it. I always write country tea in a country blind because I know how polarizing it is. I do the same with sports <laughs> because people get very mad. Like I don't want country tea. Okay. It says country tea. If you hate it, don't click it. But we're also not just going to talk about Bravo all the time. Right. We're going to talk about J-Lo and we're going to talk We're going to tell you when Rihanna's pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there was a meme this week from Kelly Dodd. I was dying laughing. Oh, uh, no, it was, was like, my meme. It happen? was my meme. She reposted it. That she reposted it. I know. So so Kelly Dodd and Megan King Edmonds or Megan King, whatever she's going by, were hanging out and they posted a picture. Oh my and God. you posted something like my nightmare. <laughs> and then Kelly reposted the whole thing to her page, including the account. Yes. Called you a hypocrite and called you woke. Which doesn't make any sense. I'm not a hypocrite. I don't like you. You are my nightmare. And I don't know how that makes me woke. By the way, Megan was briefly married to a Biden. Is she woke? Isn't that what people say about liberals? I don't talk politics here and I'm not going to start now, but that was funny. She doesn't even know what woke or hypocrite means, but thank you because I woke up to 2,000 new followers. So I appreciate you. (laughs) Maybe woke means you have the best tea. And she said, you're a hypocrite. Don't follow me. So I immediately unfollowed. So ask and you shall receive. You're irrelevant. There's no need to post about you. Love it. Okay. So Dubai reunion. Let's chat about it. You know, we're basically seeing all of the rumors, a lot of which we posted here first. So we're happy about that. You know, what's interesting is that when it first, they filmed this a long time ago, right? So they Mm -hmm. were able to film their version of everything. There was no social media during it. There was none of that because nobody knew them except for Caroline Stanberry. And we didn't know what was currently going on in her life. Now they're having to face the music. And I have to say, I find the reunion juicy because of that. You know, Lisa has to, has to defend herself against her business. Caroline and Sergio are saying she stole design. She's denying it. People are saying she was an escort. She's denying that. Caroline has to face the music that her husband tweeted racist texts years ago. And she's saying it's when he was a soccer player and he hired somebody to, somebody hired him to promote and they tweeted it. I'm sorry. I'm sick of people Mm -hmm. using that excuse. It is my account. If I post something on Bravo and Cocktails, I am responsible for it enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we've talked about this about the show and just, you know, some of the things that we're not loving about it. And it's funny because we even had, we, you said that it feels like a Netflix show. I say that it's missing the good shade that makes the housewife shows, you know, so much more fun right. to watch. And we actually had somebody who wrote in and was like, yeah, actually it is a Netflix producer who has been doing that. But I feel like there have been very few kind of real moments on the show. But when Ion was talking about 
her genital mutilation. Oh. I mean, we, I think many, I've read about this happening and for her, for her to talk about this so openly, like, holy shit, she just blew the doors open on my viewpoint towards her. Like, I have a whole different opinion about her now. Right. And it was so- just a whole new respect that she would bring this up because that is an awful, awful thing, an awful traumatic thing to happen. And then for her to be able to talk about it and bring awareness to it. I agree. Wow. I, I think that... I think it's incredible that she's open about this. I think that it's such a hard thing for me to even think about. So to have had it happen to her and for her to be so open about it is, I think it will, you know, be impactful for people across the world to see. I mean, this very sadly happened still in, in places. So I just think it is incredible. And I think it's, it's a good reminder that as much as we laugh and we joke and there's tea and there's this, we really do get viewpoints into, you know, different things that happen in the world that are tragic and, and abusive. And, and to see her be such a strong, powerful, successful woman, a great mom, happily married in the face of what we now know really is, you know, again, the resilience of women. I think that, I think that that's why so many of us like housewives. I think that at the end of the day, it's always that thread of look at these women. They have all different lives and they have all these things and we just like to see them win, you know? And so it's incredible. And I I think, I think that second season is going to be good. I really have high hopes. I do too. I think there's going to be enough of us too saying like, you guys, we need the subtle shade. Like we need some of the other things. We need to have a little bit more attention on the editing and like following a timeline because we were getting a little bit lost in the season. Right. Those are all things that I think are easy enough to fix and with a beautiful setting and they have, you know, some really strong cast members. I think that I think they totally can find their footing and have a great, a great second season too. Agreed. So I also, I just wanted to end the show with a big thank you to the cocktailer who posted a picture of her eating a delicious looking salad in her car and posted it saying self-care is eating my dinner while listening to cocktails and gossip and waiting for my grocery pickup. I mean, B and I both know how hard it is to steal a moment for yourself today in today's busy world, no matter whether you're a mom, you're, you know, you're single and you're a, you know, business owner, whatever it is. So we were, we were so touched and really honored that you chose to spend that time with us. So yes, we were. Amanda actually called me. She was like, Oh my God, I just saw what you posted. And I always feel bad because I'm able to see all like, and I try to remember to message it to you. I'm able to see all the positive feedback and yeah, it just, it's, it's sweet. And you know, we do this because we like to do it. And it's great that you guys have fun with us. That's just the reality of it. This is, it's fun for us. If it stops being fun, then we would stop doing it, right? But it's very fun for us. And we love our cocktail or crew. And we really built such a beautiful community. And there's a lot yeah. of nonsense too. And I have to tell you, we all need it. I know, you know, we're back. School's in full swing. We're busy. We're working. We're, we have so much, all of us going on. 
and myself, you know, I myself, I like to pop on Heather McDonald when I'm driving. I'm going from this sports practice to that sport practice. And it really is almost like a therapy session. It's time for me. And I think we all need that. So if we can, if we can give that to some of you guys, then we're very appreciative that we are able to do that. I know we are so flattered and honored and so happy that we can kind of help with the recharging of the batteries, hopefully. So thanks guys. Yes. And thank you guys for tuning in till next week. Talk to you soon. guys so much for listening just want to ask you guys a favor just getting kicked off so many people have been asking us to do this podcast so please do subscribe and if you've subscribed go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends but only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea then like forget them and don't forget find us on instagram at bravo and cocktails underscore And check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.